Podcasting live to tape from the new Society Show Theater in Jeff Bezos' personally owned feudal dominion. Jeff Bozo. Seattle, Washington. I'm listening. You're listening to the podcast of a world gone mad. This is the Society Show. You know, we're living in a society. On today's episode. Today, I will be joined by a very special guest. His name is Sergi. We went to high school together. We were in track and field together. Just know, the first 15 minutes, there might be some little weird hiccups with the sound, but we talked about a lot of things. First, uh, we did a little society show quiz, which I like to do with guests. Then, we uh, talked about something I wouldn't normally talk about on this show, but Sergi really wanted to talk about it. We talked about the fact that Sergi is afraid to ask a girl on a date. From there, we talked a little bit about some stories Sergi has shared on his Facebook wall, uh, some stories I wanted to learn a little bit more about from him, and then we wrapped up the show talking about some international news, uh, getting some insight into what Sergi thinks about these news. We talk about UFOs in Japan, we talk about protests in Nigeria and Thailand, we talk about ancient Mayan and Aztec artifacts from Mexico and how those pertain to current politics. We talk about a lot of stuff on this show, folks, so uh, that's the Society Show, and before we get to that, please welcome my guest, Sergi. My name is Christian, this is The Society Show, and on this episode I have a very special guest. His <laughs> name is Sergi. I went to high school with Sergi. Uh, we ran track together, uh, did track and field, so Sergi, welcome to the show. Hello there. Thank you very much, Christian. It's a pleasure to have me, have me on your show. Yeah, of course. So, um... We have a lot to talk about today. Yes, we do. Uh, <laughs> before we get into the topics at hand, I did have a little bit of a quiz for you. So, Oh, boy, let's hope this goes out really good because I don't know if I'm good at it, but let's just do it. Let's get it going. Yeah, so before the show, I said that uh, I wanted to quiz you on geography because I, I really like geography quizzes. You said no. Nope, not going to work. You're not an expert on geography. No, I'm not. You know <laughs> no. more about TV and movies. And movies. <laughs> so, um, I do, yes, I do. I do have, let's see, I think it's six questions. Yeah, six questions for you. What I'm going to do is I'm going to name an award from an award show for TV God. or movies. Damn it. Oh, no. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll try my best, but... It, it will be easier than you think because it's just either or. There will only be two options. So you have a 50-50 chance. All right. I got it. So, um, 
and let's say if you get four out of six right, then you win. If you basically have to get more than half. Oh boy, this would be fun. <laughs> let's get this going. All right, question one: Who won the or what show won the 1996 Primetime Emmy for Best TV Comedy? Was it Frasier? I am wounded! Or Seinfeld? What's the deal with airplane peanuts? Debbie Seinfeld. That is incorrect. It was Frasier. Damn it! <laughs> I don't want a lot of Frasier. I want a lot of Seinfeld. I guess Seinfeld was better than Frasier. I like both of them personally. Uh, the Emmys definitely preferred Seinfeld, or I mean, preferred Frasier. They gave the uh, Emmy for best TV comedy to Frasier like five years in a row. Yeah, well, Frasier was what kind of boring at <laughs> our time and age. So, not for the old folks, but the new. But then I, I time still was... like it. I like <laughs> Seinfeld too, though. Uh, Seinfeld is more funnier than Fraser. Fraser was a little bit boring, <laughs> in my taste. Okay. So uh, what's the next one? Question two: Which won the 2007 Academy Award for Best Picture? Now, real heads will know this because this is a, a a classic award. Was it "There Will Be Blood"? I'm an oil man. Or was it? No country for old men. Look, I need to know what I stand to win to everything. Just call it friendo. No country for old men. It was, no, in fact, no country for old men. Good job. I've known this because I watched it have him get an Emmy. That's the only one Emmy I watched was him getting an Emmy award. <laughs> have you seen those movies? What, No Country for Old Men and the Blood one? Yes, I've seen both of them. Which one do you like better? No Country for Old Men. Really? So I've seen There Will Be Blood, but I have not seen No Country for Old Men. I would, uh, say, and... I would say There Will Be Blood might be, maybe not in my top ten favorite movies, but it's well, one of my favorite movies. The only reason why I like No Country for Old Men, it has Tommy Lee Jones in it. Well, that's a good reason, yeah. And it has other actors, but I just know Tommy Lee Jones was in it as the cop who's trying to, who's trying to detect why this guy's killing people with a interesting tool. <laughs> Let's just say that. All right, I'll, I, I would like to watch it. So, question three. What won the 2011 Kids' Choice Awards for Best TV Show? Was it iCarly? So wake up the members of my nation. Or Wizards of Waverly Place? God damn it. Oh, how the. I don't know this one because I watched both of them. I did not like iCarly as much as I liked Wizards of Waverly Place, so I would have to go to Wizards of Waverly Place. But I, I think it was I call it that one. But I'll go for the Wizardly, the Wizardly Place one. That is incorrect. I Carly won. I knew it. I knew it because it, it was a popular show. But I did like the Wizardly Place, so I picked that one over that one because, oh well. But thank you for speaking. I did not get it right in one because I did say. I call he did win the uh, granny, but I chose the uh, opposite side. 
<laughs> no, you, you chose the side. And you chose I know, wrong. I did. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> so, um, I got too much. Question four The 2004 Primetime Emmy for Best Drama. Tied. Okay. Is that The West Wing? Or Soprano? Oh, this fucking. It's Fachim over here. We're gonna camp in a nice restaurant like this. They say 2004? Yes. Sopranos was Sopranos, I'm guessing. I didn't watch both of them, so I don't know. I'm guessing it would be Sopranos. Because I do know somebody did say it was a very popular show back in this time. Yes, that is correct. It was The Sopranos. You should watch The Sopranos. It's a great show. I've never seen The West Wing, and it seems kind of lame, but The Sopranos is a great show. Uh, that's why I picked Sopranos, because I knew people were talking about it, and I did knew it, it did win a lot of Emmys, but didn't know how many. Yeah, you should check it out. So, question five. What won the 2011 Golden Raspberry for Worst Movie of the Year? Was it Bucky Larson, Born to be a Star? Did you eat one of my grapes? Is that why you're crying, you son of a bitch? Or Jack and Jill? Aaron, I gotta go make some chocolate squirties. Oh, God. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Hey, Jill, can I talk to you for a second? No. My bags are packed and there's nothing left to say. I've not seen any of those movies, so I really cannot know which one was the terrible. I'll probably have to go with the, the Bucky list, the Bucky thing above. Why was one? Bucky Larson. I, if I remember right, I saw this movie a long time ago. I'll look up the premise, but I think the premise of Bucky Larson is he wants to make a porn movie, but he has a small penis. Oh, so I actually. I think I did watch that not too long ago because I was, <laughs> I was watching a movie about something like that, but really didn't pay attention because I did fall asleep and it was over. So I'm guessing I'll have to call it as that one because it wasn't really that good if I was falling asleep to it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, Do note it and, was a comedy, but yeah, it was so pretty that, bad. That was Bucky Larson, and then the other one was Jack and Jill, where make a pawn movie. No, or it's with Adam Sandler, where Adam Sandler plays twins named Jack and Jill. Oh, yeah, that it, it has to be the guy making a porno because Jack and Jill was... Now I remember that movie, Jack and Jill. It was funny, but it wasn't that funny. But I'll go up to the last one, the first one I said. Actually, <laughs> Jack and Jill won the worst movie of the year. Oh, damn. I didn't know they won the worst movie of the year. I was, okay, and the last I question... I like I'm two for two. Two for three, actually. <laughs> you've gotten, I think, wait. I got two right. You got two right, yes. I got three one. This last question, this is one I don't think I, well, I won't say anything. The 2014 Primetime Emmy for Best TV Drama was the winner Mad Men. The sun shines bright on the old Kentucky home. Or was it Breaking Bad? Or pizza. <laughs> well, I'm making dinner. Okay, I'll just uh, put it in the fridge. It's even better the next day. 
I will have to say Breaking Bad because this was probably the most popular TV show on the time. And it also made a movie out of it because how popular it was. Wait, when did they make a Breaking Bad movie? On like two years, about a year ago. It's on Netflix. What? I, I've never even heard of that. Mom. Let me look it up. Oh, That's it's a... called El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I never saw that. I, okay, but uh, so I'll tell you the answer, um, and then we can talk more about this. You are correct. It was Breaking Bad. So you got three, three out three. of six right, 50-50. Good job. Well, technically speaking, I got three one and three right, so... <laughs> I, yeah, I will say personally, I think Mad Men is a better show than Breaking Bad. I don't know if you agree. I actually never watched Breaking Bad or Mad, so I don't know. But okay. I do, but I do know the fact Breaking Bad was the most popular TV series at the time, and they did win an anime because the actor who played Malcolm the Middle did a hell of a good job. Yeah, I, I like Mad Men a little better, but Breaking uh, Bad is a great show. So um, No, watched it, but I just thought it was really good, so that's why I picked it, because I know what the audience liked than what I like. So. I will say, of all the shows we talked about that you haven't watched, I would recommend watching Sopranos first. I think that's the best of all three. A lot, that's what a lot of people tell me to watch Sopranos, and I did. <laughs> I did try to watch Sopranos, but it just got boring. I got really bored of it. I was like, because it's like at the beginning, it's, it's very slow. I say. It's yeah, just stick with it. I recommend that. <laughs> I hope you like that quiz. It was a pretty good quiz. I liked it. Even <laughs> though I don't watch a lot of Emmy Awards, I thought it was going to be something different. I did not know about the Emmy Awards. I was like, eh, I'm not. What kind of TV shows do you watch? I watch from Supernatural to Smallville to a lot of good action sci-fi. So you like more like CW shows, stuff like yeah. that? Yeah, I watch Fox. I am more of a like, I like watching cop shows and stuff. I like, I can watch a lot of stuff. Play the radio. Make sure the television, excuse me. All right. So um, this next topic, it's not something I would typically talk about on the show, but I asked um, what you'd like to talk about, and you said this, and... Um, I just want to say, I think uh, we'll be able to break through this issue, uh, maybe get some more insight. So I do think it's a, a good thing that you wanted to talk about this. But, uh, I don't know. I think that in order for me to say who I am as a person, I think it has to be known why. I don't know. Sometimes I always wonder why, but it's really hard to talk to somebody about it when I'm actually not going to listen. But then again, it will also help other people out too. So in a way, it's going to help many other people out. Yeah, so when I asked Sergi what he would like to talk about on the show, he said that he's scared to ask a girl on a date. And I just want to know, first of all, why did you want to talk about that, Sergi? And also, why are you afraid to ask a girl on a date? Why so serious? Okay, what's going Why? I just feel like it has to be a show to know I know. I like to show things to a lot of people that I'm not scared of hiding, you know. 
most people get scared too much to, to open up more than they should, but in reality, that's not who I am as a person because I know who I am. And why I'm scared of asking to others because I just don't want to break their heart or do something dumb that I've seen by a lot of guys do. And that kind of like skills me. It's like, do I really want to ask this person out when I, in reality I might do something ridiculous and then not have that call back, you know? I mean, so you're afraid of rejection is what I'm Yeah, well, most guys are afraid of rejection. Me, I'm just afraid of disappointment. Disappointment yeah. down. So what... <laughs> Let me dig into that a, a little bit. What about disappointment uh, makes you so afraid? Um, uh, I guess I might say I might say the one thing without thinking because I like to talk way too much than I think, and then some things come out that was either uncomfortable or not known as uncomfortable to them because they don't tell you, and then just like you just bleh, just goes away, and then you're like, why did I do this? How come I did this? How do I change it? And it's just that's the way I'm scared of. I don't want to. I don't want to disappoint the women as well as I would disappoint myself. I guess. So, um, <laughs> what, like, specifically, what do you think you will be dis disappointing? Just like if you do something wrong, say something wrong, stuff like that. Mm. And I just. I might get into my life too too much, and sometimes it's not good enough to show a little bit, I guess. I talk too much about who I am as a person than, telling, than asking who they are as a person. I, I guess I talk too much. Well, that's, that's easy to remedy, Sergi. And I just don't... If you look into a woman's eyes, it, it, you can tell a story, and you don't want to... You just don't want to, like, break that break that opportunity, you know? Girls are prettier than, than they think they are. I just, I think of them as... Uh, Wait, girls are prettier than they think they are? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Sergi, but, I mean, think about it like this. Even though women are pretty, uh, they're still people, and... I know. You're allowed to disappoint people. It's just part of... Everyone disappoints everyone, and... It might feel bad, but uh, have you ever tried any dating apps or dating sites? <laughs> I have, yes, but I don't know. I'm not really good at it. <laughs> I want to say that. I Why can't... not? Uh, the pictures, I guess. I can't smile that good. The prettiest smile hides the deepest secrets. So every time a girl looks at the picture they think of, oh, why isn't this person smiling? Uh, how can this person have a smile on this face? So, I don't know. I don't know what girls actually see what they go on a dating apps. I always only think what what I think they see, but I don't truly know what they see or why what changes their mind. So But I guarantee the girls are looking for guys who can smile a little bit and have fun in their photo, not boring and weird, I guess. And why why isn't this guy smiling or what? I don't know. Well, so Sergi, um have you heard of Aristotle? No, I have not. No. He's a, a philosopher from ancient Greece. Have you heard of Plato? No. Okay, so Aristotle was a student of Plato, and one of Aristotle's ideas is that 
to be a good person, you, you're like a virtuous person. And the way to become a virtuous person is by forming habits. So what he would say, and this is also like, it, it appears throughout like applied psychology throughout history, is that uh, what you need to do is just start making habits about the behavior you want to have. If you want to have a nice smile, Work on your smile, and I then know. eventually <laughs> you'll have a nice smile by habit because well, you're practicing. And, I uh, do have a, I do have a good smile. It's just every time I take a picture, I just don't smile. I don't know why. It's just like <laughs> I just can't smile. But I do have a good smile. I have those cute little dimples that everyone keeps telling me about. But I just can't smile when that, someone takes a photo. It's like, okay. I like because I always thought that if you take a photo, it has to be serious. Like you like it has to be dead on serious photo. Look at this photograph. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. Take it, not funny or goofy. You gotta have to be serious on it. That's always. That's, <laughs> that's always an easy about. problem to solve. Just take <laughs> some goofy photos, right? It's, I guess <laughs> it's a yeah. little. I think it's a little deeper than that. I think the smiling is part of it, but. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I wish you luck, and uh, I hope you eventually become no longer scared to ask a girl on a date. Mm. Uh, I hope so, too, but it just takes time. I'm just waiting patiently. <laughs> you can't wait patiently, though. You have to sure. get out there. I guess it's COVID, so that makes it harder. Yeah, <laughs> and you can't smile if you want a mask. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> The prettiest smile hides the deepest secrets. Um, So, uh, do you want to transition to this next segment? There were some things that you were posting about on Facebook. And uh, I... I didn't exactly know what you'd want to talk about, so these were some things I saw you post about that interested me, and maybe we could get some more details from you. So Okay, <laughs> go for it. So the first thing, are you an Eagles fan? I saw you wearing Eagles gear. Yes. Uh, I am an Eagles. I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. You're a big fan of the pigskin, throwing the pigskin? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> Why are I mean, you a Philadelphia Eagles fan? Well, at the time, I wasn't nobody's fan. I didn't have a team. I didn't even like football at the time. But my friend, I mean, my friend asked me if I wanted to join Fantasy League. So I was like, okay, whatever. I'll join Fantasy League. So yes, I did. No idea. Nothing knowledge at all. That was in, that was in 2015 when I joined Fantasy League. And I haven't didn't know what was going on and then but i started watching football all the time and i started liking football for what it was and then i'm like have decided to like football but i would need a team to pick so i had to pick between the eagles the redskins the cowboys or green bay Packers. okay there's a team that is missing there that i've noticed uh <laughs> what about the seahawks go seahawks <laughs> Well, I really don't like this. I I don't really like the Seahawks as much. But you're from Washington. Yeah, I know I'm from Washington. I just I don't like the fan base as much. <laughs> you don't like Washingtonians. I no, I never said I didn't like the Washingtonians. I just didn't like the 
fan base. What what about the Eagles fan base? Oh, oh the Eagles fan base is like, I don't know. I just I like the Eagles because I'm an Eagles scout. That's well, one. Um, did you know I used to live in Philadelphia? Streets of Philadelphia. No, I did not. No. Well, yeah, before I moved back to Seattle, I lived in Philadelphia. <laughs> in and I guess. <laughs> oh, go ahead. And how did you like Philadelphia? Philadelphia, it's um dirtier than Seattle. It's yeah. um people are louder. Um, people will talk to you on the street a lot more. They'll just come up to you and talk to you. That are like me. Huh. <laughs> um, there, it, it's it's a lot different. I think you it would be fun to visit, and, but I wouldn't want to live there for any longer than I did. I lived there about three years. Wouldn't want to live there longer. I think than the that. job opportunity there is kind of poor itself. Oh yeah, very I, poor. I think that if you don't, if you don't have, if you're not in a contract or doing a contract, you will have a hard time living there. Yeah. Also, the minimum wage in Philadelphia is the it's... federal minimum wage. It's seven dollars and seventy-five cents an hour. Yikes! How do people live? <laughs> yeah, people it's live. nothing. Um, well, at least not in California. <laughs> also, if you uh, work for tips you can make as low as like two dollar fifty an hour and then the yeah. tips make up the rest so it's just abysmal wages but uh i'm glad to be back in seattle i'll say that yeah it got a lot expensive too i mean the rising of the 15 minimum wage in seattle yeah so i guess the way it is if you the wages go up the everything else goes up if the rate goes down, everything else goes down. I okay. would argue, though, that the minimum wage going up in Seattle is more a response to it already getting expensive. Like, it got expensive first, and then they started raising the minimum wage. Uh, yeah, but then again, the minimum wage goes up, and everything else goes up. The more it goes up, we, we have to pay more. I don't think that's necessarily true, because... So, save talk about housing. So, the reason the housing market or rental market becomes more expensive is there's more and more rich people moving there. So, if the poorest people make a little bit more money, it's not actually affecting the housing market as much as the influx of rich people moving there. You know what but I you mean? Also, yeah, you also have to know how to save up, too, in Seattle. Yeah, that's true. Um, save up more money in Seattle, you become the rich person that everybody else doesn't don't like <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah a poor man in seattle could move out to like enumclaw or sumner or uh somewhere far away kind of on the outskirts and they would be but, the rich man of the town i've always told people if you want to get pay more money but live in the full city like let's say if i live in federal i want to make more money i go all the way to seattle that's how you do it you don't, have to pay, you don't have to pay a lot of taxes. I mean, pay a lot of money to live in Seattle as much as you will have, to, as much as you did when you live in Seattle. But you so, also have to deal with the commute from Federal yeah, Way yeah. to Seattle. <laughs> it's not pretty, too. So, so and a lot of people don't know that you can take buses, but sometimes you have to watch out for the, watch out for the crowd, I guess. 
Yeah, I mean, if you can get the bus from the Federal Way Transit Center by the mall, that there's plenty of buses to Seattle from there. Yeah. Um, so this next topic, uh, you posted about Manny Pacquiao boxing Conor McGregor. I did not <laughs> research this at all. Is this a, a match that is actually going to happen? Yeah, I... I don't remember that post. I guess I did it a long time ago. But, uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't that long ago. Huh? I gotta, I, I gotta look. I gotta check on my post because I gotta remember what I posted too. Let's see. I'm looking it up. It looks like uh, um, there will be potentially a fight between them. Um, it's hard to say. Here's this article. Can Manny Pacquiao versus Conor McGregor justify oh, yeah, I did post a hundred dollar yeah, PVP? It's, yeah, it's going to happen in, in on January twenty twenty one. Yes. Yeah, actually, that's what I'm saying here too. Yeah, it is real. Yes. And it's a boxing match, correct? It's a. I think so. Yeah. I, no, I think it's the NF, NF. I think it's a. I think it's the other one. I don't think it's a. No, wait. Yes, the boxing match. Yeah, it's boxing. I yeah. don't think. I don't think Manny Pacquiao could really hold his own in the octagon but let's say let's say this match goes on who do you think's gonna win manny pacquiao or conor mcgregor mm, conor mcgregor did last longer with my brother but lost so probably have to go with the other dude the other one who manny pacquiao yeah i'm has, with uh, you he's going with manny pacquiao he has more experience boxing i mean conor can survive but Connor did retire from fighting. Manny Pacquiao has not retired from fighting. So Manny Pacquiao, I'm no boxing expert, but the way I understand it is he's very good at the technical aspects of boxing, getting punches in, getting a lot of punches in, stuff like that. But he also doesn't he doesn't really try to hurt people very much. That's no. my impression. And he doesn't talk a lot of smack too. Yeah, kind, um, <laughs> Floyd Mayweather talks a lot of smack, but he also is another boxer who doesn't really try to hurt people. I don't mm -hmm. think he's ever knocked anyone out. He just tries to do the technical there's aspects a, of boxing. There's a rumor that Mike Tyson's going to fight Mayweather. It's a rumor, but I don't know if it's true. But Mike Tyson <laughs> is coming back from retirement to box. Mike Tyson's like 150 pounds bigger than Mayweather. <laughs> well, yes, but you have this, uh, the money. The money would be big, though. The payout would be big. <laughs> True. So, uh, <laughs> but it's all about the payout. I mean, if Mike Tyson actually beat Mayweather, that would be his first Mayweather's first loss from an old man. He's an uh, Mike Tyson's not young. He's old. So that would be embarrassment to Mayweather if he loses to Mike Tyson. But yeah, well, Mike Tyson is so much bigger than him, though. One punch to the jaw, and he he could have a dislocated jaw. Well, bigger they are, farther. Bigger they are, easier they fall. It depends on <laughs> depends on your skills. I mean. So let's ability. transition to you posted about another potential boxing match. This one, <laughs> I'm a little more skeptical it'll ever happen, but it's, a, it's not gonna happen. No. Logan Paul versus <laughs> Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Was this just a clickbait article? No, it's a, it was just a uh, it was a uh, and it was an it was an 
and HBN News or something. Just well, the fault with the, the fault with that guy is he likes to talk a lot of smack and always challenge people to fights. And when that happens, the news gets it, and then you like, okay, this is gonna be weird. I didn't do it because I know it's not gonna happen. I know it's just gonna be. I know it's fake, but in reality, let's say it actually did happen. There's no way that Logan Powell is going to beat Mayweather because Logan is not a very good boxer. Yeah, of of course he would get creamed. So I watch his videos on boxing. He's not that good. I pulled up an article here that says uh, basically Floyd Mayweather Jr. received a contract offer to face Logan Paul. But (laughs) yeah, that's the most of it. I don't think this match would ever happen. No, it's not going to happen. But if it did, only the reason why I posted it, if it did, I just said he's going to get himself knocked out easily. Yes. He's not that good. It's probably why he will probably need some milk because he doesn't have very good strong bones. He needs some milk. As like (laughs) Mayweather does and any other boxer does. Any other boxer and people who watch the boxers knows. A person who comes out of not boxing at all, you have no idea how to box, takes a fight with a boxer, you're going to lose. Easy. That's, that's, that's common sense. That's all he says. Let's move on to the next thing. You've posted about this person several times. You seem to really dislike this person. So I want to get your thoughts <laughs> on Carol Baskins <laughs> from Tiger King. Yes, I do not like Carol Baskin because I know she is. I know she killed her husband. Monster kill, kill, kill. Half the people know that she killed her husband, and half the people know where the body is hidden. So, where do you think the body is? In that little lake thingy, whatever she has covered up on. I forgot. I forgot well what what's it called, but it's a it's in that area right there. We all know that. So. But is there anything else about Carol Baskins? Because you really seem to especially dislike her. She reminds me of my mom. <laughs> Man, so that's probably why I don't like her. <laughs> Do you she want lies. to talk about that more? You don't have to get personal, but... I don't know. She lied. I know she's lying to her teeth. And you can tell when somebody lies. It's obvious. It's not that hard to tell someone that they're lying, but she just reminded me of my mom so much. She's um, a very good liar. She convinced everybody. <laughs> and somehow, I don't know what makes her think that what she's doing is any better than what Tiger King did. A tiger shouldn't be caged at all. This would be a wide loose, but sometimes you know, one person thinks they're doing the right thing than the other person, but in reality, they're all doing the same thing, caging the animals. You also seem particularly upset that Carol Baskins was on Dancing with the Stars. Is there? Are you a big Dancing with the Stars fan? No, but I guarantee she's not a star to. She's not worth a star doing Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars means like a celebrity, like a movie star, not not what she is. She only became a star because of what she did and everybody kept talking about her. Once you talk, start talking about somebody sharing whatever buying this stuff, they become I guess a wannabe celebrity. So I well, celebrity. I'm I'm actually gonna make an argument. So uh um, oh. <laughs> no way. I will <laughs> argue that 
Carol Baskin is actually one of the most famous people on her season of Big er, her season of Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> so I pulled up the cast list here of season twenty nine of Dancing with the Stars, and I will say there's only a few people I think are more famous than her. Nelly, I, I, Nelly I the rapper. Yeah, that's one. He's more famous. Neve Shulman from Catfish. He's famous. Yeah, he's more famous than her, I'd say. And he's making and he's making more Catfish series too, so. Yeah, I, I'm a fan <laughs> of that show. I don't know about you. <laughs> I, uh, I, I like it. I like the Catfish. I like it. I, I enjoy watching that show, yeah. And um, then there was A.J. McLean who was a member of the Backstreet Boys, he he might be more famous than Carol Baskins, but he is also probably the least famous member of the Backstreet Boys. So other than that, I think she is more famous than everyone else on this show. Mm, yeah, but I don't think she deserves to be famous. So. <laughs> I get that, okay. Uh, we can move only, on from Carol Baskin. She, she only got famous because of the show, and everybody was obsessed with her. So. You also posted about uh, potentially there being a Napoleon Dynamite 2. Do you know any details about this movie being made? Worst day of my life? What do you think? That was a long time ago, too. Not, not too long ago. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite 2. That's with Ben Stiller in it, isn't it? No, you've seen Napoleon Dynamite 1, right? Yes, I think so. With John Heater? Napoleon, don't be jealous that I've been chatting online with babes all day. Yes, I think I did. It's been a long time since I actually watched Napoleon Dynamite. (laughs) So you're... Oh, yes. Yes, I did. Yes, they all... Like, Tina, eat your food! (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yes, there is a talk about making a movie out of that, yes. Don't know when it's coming out, but they're being talked about it. I well, do, fo- I do follow the point of dynamite. So I'll keep my eyes open for that. Um, I'm excited for that. <laughs> uh, what movie were you thinking of? Because with Ben Stiller, uh, Zoolander. You're more dead to me than your dead mother. I just thank the Lord she didn't live to see her son as a mermaid. Merman. <coughs> Merman. I think so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but a point of dynamite. I forgot because I because I feel like there's some Ben still would do a point of dynamite thingy. Tropic Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> but I do. Yes, a point of dynamite two will be coming out whenever they decided it's going to come out. But they were pretty much saying it was coming out. But yes, and I did like it too. That's funny. Yes. All right, Sergi. <laughs> this has been a, a pretty good uh, first part of the show, but I also have some. You know, this is a news show. It's supposed to be. We've been talking like uh, forty minutes, just shooting the crap, shooting the breeze, <laughs> uh, basically. So, I do have some news stories here, and I want to know your opinion on them. All right. Uh, does that sound good to you? That sounds fine to me. Fine. 
So bef- most of these stories are international, but before we get to it, it is the election season, so I gotta know, who's your guy? Are you, are you a Trump bro, or are you a Biden bro? I'm neither. Will you be voting? Yes. Who will you be voting for? I don't know yet. Oh, you're an undecided voter. Wow. No. That's rare, dude. <laughs> I'm not a... I don't pick sides. I don't. I think politics ruin a lot of friendship because people don't really see the truth of it. So they want to see whatever they want to see. So will you both vote for Biden or Trump and you just haven't decided yet? Or are you no, not likely to... You're not going to vote, vote for either. No, I'm, I'm going to vote. I just don't know who I'm going to vote for. <laughs> Interesting. So I don't really I don't really have best interest in both of them. So I just decide whatever I choose is the one who's going to go one for president. That's all I'm going to say. So, because in reality, I just don't care. I'm not into the whole politics myself, but I'm voting because I do my part as a human being to vote. Neither of it's going to be, there's no right or wrong vote for each one of them. You vote for the ones you think is what you want to vote. I totally respect that. I I respect who you end up voting for, <laughs> but I just have a I just have a question about it. So if you're not, if you don't really feel strongly about either, don't really put much value in your vote. Why not write in a candidate who is aligned with your beliefs as a protest vote to show or vote for a third party candidate? Why vote for one of those two if you don't care that much either way? Honest truth is, because one of those two will probably be the top winners than the rest of them are, because they're the most popular people to talk about. Population, the population of Pregnancy is the only thing. I mean, and possibly the votes really won't matter who votes or not. You can put all your votes in, but someone somehow is going to ignore the vote and just say whoever wants to win. Populations, the government likes population. The government likes to be popular. The most popular person will probably win the most votes because they're more popular. Yeah, so let's say you don't like the two most popular people, right? Then mm-hmm. why not vote for a least po- or a less popular person um, to show that you exist? Any then thoughts I'll, on that? Then idea? I'll be lying to myself and to the country itself. So you want to vote for who you think will win? Because mm-hmm. I'm yes, the one who will win, I'll probably guarantee will vote for that one because I know who will probably win. Who's going to win? I don't know. Who has the most okay. chance of winning? Mm-hmm. So that brings me to the more interesting question, what I was going to ask about to begin with, who do you think will win? And consequently, who will you probably vote for? Uh, Trump, I guess. <laughs> you think Trump's going to win, really? Yeah, because mm, the vote for Trump is more stronger than vote for Joe Biden. That is a good point. I mean, Trump supporters are a lot more, they're more into Trump. Do I like the guy? No, I do not like the guy. Do I know the guy's going to win? Somehow, yes, he's going to win because in reality, he's the most 
popular person than Joe Biden is. That might be true, There, but there are a lot of people who will be voting for Joe Biden against Trump. Yeah, but you also have to remember somehow dead people can vote too, so... <laughs> no, that's happen. not true. That's a myth. <laughs> myth or legends, everything will be true eventually. <laughs> okay, yeah. so... Uh... Let's move on to some of these other topics. Facts don't care about your feelings. Facts don't care about your feelings. These are facts. This first story, it's about UFOs from Japan. Japan. All that stuff came from Japan. It says, are these UFO sightings in Japan real? Here's what you need to know. It says Japan's self-defense force have been given new protocols on what to do if they encounter a UFO. Uh, The former defense minister, Taro Kano, said that anyone in the military who finds themselves in the midst of a UFO, UFO sighting needs to make a visual record of the event. What do you think about this, that the Japanese military is adding protocols, um... I guess, to kind of legitimize the idea that UFOs exist. What do you think about that? I don't think they exist. (laughs) You do not think UFOs exist. So, I tend to be with you, but there are some interesting things. It says, um, further on, it says, the defense minister of Japan denies that the military has cited any UFOs. But the country has had plenty of notable civilian sightings. Dozens of people in Okinawa spotted mystery lights in the sky in 2014. In 2015, residents of Osaka spotted 10 white globes above them. (laughs) And in 2016, a flashing green orb was reported in Niigata. Uh, So if these are aliens, what do you think these are? I'm guessing military stuff, like military does. Um, actually, to be honest, nobody truly knows if it exists or not. It's just people like to talk about it. And when you talk about it and talk about it and talk about it, it becomes real to them. And they'll find a way to examine their minds, I guess. What are the mind being works. So you think some of these lights may be just imagined? They they aren't actually UFOs, they just imagine them? Well, if you get high so much, well, people smoke weed a lot or whatever they smoke, they can't see random things come out, yeah. <laughs> True. So I will say, um, you actually earlier segued exactly to what I was getting at when you said that the UFOs are probably military equipment. I personally completely agree with that, and I think a lot of it is specifically American military equipment. And my reason for saying that is Okinawa is a very common spot for UFO sightings, and I've actually talked on this show before that Okinawa is where the U.S. Air Force and military bases are that are in Japan. And so I don't think it's a coincidence that uh, 
UFO sightings are very common in the United States, especially in the West, like in Arizona, New Mexico, Nevada, stuff like that. And it's also common in Japan when there's a ton of U.S. military aircraft. Do you have any thoughts well, on that? Who knows? You, you, military may have a UFO ship or something. I don't know. But I guarantee you 100% it's just fake. And, and it's like, if people keep talking about one thing and then another person talks about one thing, it, in reality it comes true and people will believe whatever they want. That's how Bigfoot comes alive. That's how the electric monster, what we call it. It's just, it's just speculation of a human's mind. It's all about the mind of a human, what they see, and what they want to see. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I totally get that. UFOs, a river flows, plant a little seed, and nature grows. So, uh, for the second story, it says a jetpack was sighted again above Los Angeles at 6,000 feet in the air, which is extremely high. It's <laughs> the second time in six weeks that a jetpack has been sighted above Los Angeles. Crew members on a commercial airliner flying near Los Angeles airport uh, found they were sharing the skies with a solo person in the sky, like I said. Um, and the interesting thing about this is, like I said, it was at 6,000 feet. And to put that in perspective, that's almost six times the height of the Wilshire Grand Tower, the tallest building not only in Los Angeles, but west of the Mississippi River. So imagine the, one of the tallest skyscrapers you've ever seen, someone six times higher in the air than that. What do you think about this story? I think it's interesting. <laughs> Come on, man! Give me something what? more than that. <laughs> I, what? I don't know a lot of stuff about that, so I, so my input would be valid because I don't know because I don't pay attention to the stuff like that. I don't pay attention to spaceships or rocket ships or alien ships because it's not it's not me. It's not what I do. I'm more into crimes and Cri <laughs> crimes. No, like <laughs> if somebody killed somebody, you know who did it and stuff. That's more I'm more into. Then I did some rocket ship doohickey. <laughs> okay, so that that was a jetpack. Yeah, um, I'm not sure what to think about that either, but I do have some more stories here. Maybe these other stories will interest you a little more. So, Mexico experts have found 2,000 ruin sites near uh, the Maya train route. I got hit by a train last year while I was walking. So I've talked about this on the show before. Mexican, the Mexican president AMLO has this Maya train project on the Yucatan Peninsula where they're trying to build a train primarily for tourists along uh, Maya area, the Maya area. And they have now discovered 2,000 Maya ruins or clusters of artifacts where they plan to lay the tracks. Do you have any thoughts on this? I'll leave that artifact alone, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, there's too many weird things happening once people release autographs. Like, something will haunt them for the rest of their life if you pick something up. They always just leave something alone. So you kind of think of it like 
a, a pet cemetery where mm-hmm. it, if you build something on top of graves, you'll be haunted? Is that kind of what you're thinking? I know you're thinking of putting him up there. The Indian burial ground up that rod. You're thinking if you bury his body there, it will come back to life. But sometimes, dead is better. Yeah, you just always leave something alone that you don't understand. If you pick something you don't understand and then something happens, because, yeah, I do watch a lot of, of that, so more, I like horror movies, so I like a lot of horror. And I, do I believe in ghosts? Not really, but I do believe if you do something that isn't not, well, if you do something that's not correctly supposed to do, then something bad will happen to you, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how The Exorcist starts, right? Because it starts in (laughs) Egypt and he buys that strange artifact from a vendor and that unleashes the demon. It's all, it's whatever you believe in and whatever you want to believe in. Yeah, that is a great start to the movie. A lot of times when people watch it, I think they're like, why the hell is this in Egypt? But uh, (laughs) I really like that opening. Um, So reading more of this article, it says, some of the artifacts have already actually been disturbed uh, by railway construction decades, decades ago, sadly. And there are other stretches of the train that'll go through sensitive jungle terrain, which will probably disrupt it more. So, um, but the Maya community, one thing people don't talk about a lot is there are still Mayan people. They still exist. They, they were not completely extinct. Um, they were subjected to actually a genocide by the Guatemalan government, um, a lot of uh, Mayas died uh, from anti-indigenous kind of colonial violence. So, but a lot of them do live. And what what they one of the main functions that Maya society does is protecting the rainforests. They engage in lumber. They make a lot of wood, but they also replant the forest, cut down trees that don't need to be there and replant more in its place. So Maya people are objecting to the train. Um, Do you have any thoughts on the environmental aspect of this? No, not really, because I'm not in Egypt. I really don't want not know. No, we're talking about Central America now. Oh. The Mayans. You know Mayans are from Mexico, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, fine. Yeah. Uh, what the vibe is going to do? I have no idea. I'm not vibe, I'm not that person, so I won't know. I'm not there to tell you what's going to happen because I'm not there in person, so I won't know. Well, in terms of this conflict between Mayan people in Mexico and the Mexican government, would you be more on their side of protecting the environment, uh, hopefully protecting some more artifacts, or would you be on the side of the government in terms of building a train and building up the infrastructure? Uh, I'll probably build. (laughs) You would build. Yeah. You're not into the environment. You like the artifacts, not the environment. But not really. <laughs> okay, so... Uh... Okay, 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 okay. Oh. 
This next story is also Mexico related. That's oh, um, a lot of Mexico related stuff. Cool. <laughs> I'm excited. This is only the second one, but uh, Mexico asked Austria to loan a precious Aztec era headdress to them. The Mexican president AMLO pressed Austria to loan Mexico a bejeweled feather headdress considered one of the country's most important artifacts for a display in an exhibition next year. So, Mexican, the Mexican president wants this headdress that allegedly uh, belonged to Montezuma to return to Mexico for a celebration. It currently is in Austria. What do you think about the fact that this artifact that belongs to Mexico is in Austria? Oh, they're about to get a good waking. Uh, I think it's cool. What's the artifact, though? Wait, say that again? What is the artifact? What is it? Was it a plate? Is it a bowl? Is it What is it? So it's a headdress. It's basically made out of a bunch of feathers and jewels. Ooh. And the, the emperor, Montezuma of the Aztec Empire allegedly wore it realistically he probably didn't but the legend is that he wore it but the legend of the ranch was way hardcore boom and i think it's guessing the feathers probably old and wrinkled like about now this is an old artifact so why do you think austria should have this headdress over mexico they're the one who bought it, so they get it. If they bought it, they get it. <laughs> they did not buy it, actually. So <laughs> here's how it ended up in Austria. Um, they, they want to celebrate the 500th anniversary of the fall of Tenochtitlan, the, the capital of the Aztec Empire, um, an event which ushered in three centuries of Spanish domination. And here's what it says about how the headdress ended up in Austria. It is believed to arrived in Europe in the 16th century, and according to Vienna's Museum of Ethnology, which housed the headdress, it later fell into the hands of Austria's Archduke Ferdinand of Tyrol. So, the way it ended up in Mexico is when the Spanish conquistadors conquered them, they sent artifacts back to Europe, and a duke bought it Do you, from Spain. How do you feel with that additional info? Hey, if they like it, they got it. So I think it's I think it's fine. Do you think they should give it back to Mexico? Uh, if if people believe in ghost stories, yes, I think you should put it back where it belongs. But if you don't believe in it, then there's no way to it. I personally think I do not believe in ghost stories, but I think Austria should. Just entirely give it back to Mexico, not even loan it, because it's an artifact of Mexican history, and it was essentially looted and plundered by Europeans. It should be in the country, in the region where it belongs to. It, it's a lot more important to Mexican people than it is to Austrian people. That's my opinion. Well, well Mexican people can always 
get it back because they wanted to. Count Umbranox has returned. After 11 years, he just walked back into Anvil. So, <laughs> I, have, I have two more stories. Okay. Um, they'll go quickly and then we can wrap up. So, <laughs> no worries. Uh, Thailand has been protesting against their king. Thousands of protesters have been protesting in Bangkok, Bangkok, defying a government emergency decree to stop the protests of the last few months. Authorities warned that the protesters were violating the law and could be arrested, but thousands of people still congregated. And they are primarily protesting against the king. And an interesting factor about that is it's illegal to criticize the king of Thailand. Very illegal. Uh, you can't really say anything bad about the king. So what do you think about Thailand's king? You can't criticize him and there are protests going on against him. Well, I think the king is an idiot. You stupid idiots! <laughs> Why do you think he's an idiot? Well, because... Yeah, but he did a lot of bad things that people didn't like. <laughs> yeah, he is actually an idiot. I talked about him recently on this show, actually. He doesn't even live in Thailand. He lives in Germany. Uh, he live. He just has orgies all the time in Germany. <laughs> uh, and you're not allowed to criticize him. And... Well, this is America, so we all have to criticize. <laughs> well, I mean, one good thing about our country, if there's any good things, <laughs> it's that we do not have a king. No, that's why we got we don't want a king in the first place. Instead, uh, we get presidents. And the vice presidents. This last story, Nigerians protest against SARS. No, not the respiratory syndrome. SARS is Nigeria's special anti-robbery squad. <laughs> SARS is a controversial Nigerian police unit that has been the target of nationwide protests demanding an end to police brutality. The interesting thing about that is police announced the unit would be dissolved so the protests were successful. This is different than the George Floyd protests in the U.S., which I think weren't particularly successful. They didn't really change anything about our system. So how do you feel about this, that these Nigerian protests were successful? They were a bit smarter. They knew what they wanted. Yeah, that is true. It was a more targeted and specific messaging than the American. They didn't have to. Uh, they didn't have to. Um, like, well, I think they booked the rules, but they didn't have to use violence. Yeah, well, they may have actually. It says yeah. at least ten protesters were killed. Amnesty International requested an urgent review into the use of force. So it seems like at least the government was particularly violent, killed 10 people. Um, but I think Ooh. one thing... The government that... never is violent. Government will always be violent. There's yeah, no way, absolutely. There's no nice government. They will... If you don't have the money and you don't have the power, then you are a bottom of the food chain to the government. 
Yeah, the government actually has a monopoly on power. That is one of the things that makes it a government, is the fact that... I mean, the government has the power to change police brutality. They have the power to do whatever they want. The reason why they choose not to do all that is because they got nothing else to do. Well, I think they they, they don't do it because the, the police are the way that the this the government exercises their control over our lives like they're basically the security guards for the government um and because of that they are in their nature it's by nature to be violent it's not by nature it's by choice by the nature of the job they have to be violent no, it's by the choice of the job they choose to be violent. It's not by nature. Nature well, didn't tell you to go kill someone. You chose to do that. Nature didn't tell you to go rob a bank. You did that on your own. No, I'm talking about police. I'm not talking I'm, about human what, nature. I don't believe in any type of human nature. I'm saying the nature of the job of police is it's to, to be... sub and to protect. But they chose that's not what to they do that. say. But well, that's they, in reality. It is supposed to be, but no, they don't do it. What the police do is they protect the government, and our and our government is one that our, we have a capitalist government, right? So part of protecting the government is protecting capitalist infrastructure. That's why it's so. The real reason police respond so negatively to riots and protests is because they want to s- stop any sort of threat to the state and government. Thought is, the only way to stop brutality is to... You know, you, I don't you know what, you can't stop it because it's always going to happen. It's always will happen. And there's nothing you, you can do about it, but no one's going to listen because nobody wants to listen. But they doesn't that sound like you're saying it is by the nature that it'll always happen? Well, yeah, yes and no. In reality, it's just if we choose to be violent and cops choose to be violent, then it's going to happen. But if we choose to make a point of being not so violent, there's a little way to fix things. But people don't want to know what that way is. Yeah. People rather rather want to complain about it too much than actually fix the problem. I will add some nuance to what I was saying. So I don't think the nature of all police ever, the whole, any type of policing is necessarily violent. But I think for police to not be violent, the way they're incentivized, the the way our society is structured. Society the way police departments are structured, a lot of things would have to change in terms of the structure of police, and that would change the the, the nature of police. Um, in other words, police only act the way they do because the structure incentivizes them to act that way. But if you had a different structure, they would be incentivized to act differently. Okay. <laughs> I'll let you go through that one. I'll have that one. But in reality, are you you're saying because of what humans are to the cops, what the cops see, what the humans did, 
they have the right to have that violence for themselves. That's what you're saying. You're saying that because of what the cops see, what people do, they're allowed to beat up or uh, to kill someone by accident, either if it's accident or not. That's no. They only do it because they're afraid. No, I don't think that's true. Well, I think they might feel afraid, but I also think cops get afraid by any little thing because I've been in more precarious situations than um, a lot, like with the whole, with George Floyd. I mean, I've been confronted with a lot scarier situations than a guy who wrote a bad check and... I was never armed in those situations, and I also never felt particularly scared. Uh, but for some reason, cops get scared really, really easily. Yeah, well, it's to change is to know what the people want, and the people want change. But people are choosing the wrong path by complaining too much. They'll complain because they don't know how to fix it. And if the government doesn't want to listen, then the government's going to have an issue. Oh, I, that is a great place to leave off because I completely agree. People, people, all they feel they can do is complain because everything we see from the government, they say nothing you can do will change this. This will never change. And we internalize that idea, think things will never change, but... But we can't change if we put a mind to it and change it. But I think that's right. I think it'll require a lot more organization, people to become more organized, people to work together against the oppressive power structures. And what, I, what I have noticed when people sell bad videos of cops, I, to my own opinion, I feel like they're doing that for praise and fame and want something out of it. They don't, they're not actually fixing the problem. Well, they might be, but it is necessary that we see those videos because... It is, it is yes, but do it in the right way. Don't do it for the wrong reasons. That might be true, but I, I mean, in terms of journalism, I always say, I mean, a journalist could be the biggest, just absolute scumbag, idiot, uh, douche, worthless idiot ever, but if he's reporting on something interesting doesn't really matter to me so with that um i think we should wrap it up we've yeah. gone over an hour sergi is there anything you want to say before we go no nah, i'm okay i had fun though <laughs> yeah thanks for being on the show much yeah. appreciated maybe we can get you back on um this has been the society show uh be sure to follow the society show on twitter at society underscore show you can also follow me personally on Twitter at Christian is cool. Christian or it is is spelled I Z Christian I Z cool. And if you want to write into the show, you can write at our email, which is Society Show Podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Sergi, thanks again. And I'm gonna sign off. All right. Have a good one. I will. <laughs> <laughs>